I'm Callie Lampy, and you are listening to the Surfing Lessons Podcast, where my daddy shares a daily gift with you from the ocean. All right. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Surfing Lessons Podcast. I am your host, Ryan P. Lampy, and today's surfing lesson is Chaos at the Cliffs. So there's still rain and drizzle and gray skies, and you know, hopefully this won't be the entire month of May. But I have a flashback. I'm going to call these a flashback episodes where I can't actually surf. So I'm gonna take you back to one, two, three, maybe even four or five sessions back in my history where I've gotten lessons, because I get multiple lessons during surf sessions. And I will give you lessons from the past week or couple weeks. So this one is called Chaos at the Cliffs. So a few surf a few sessions back, I found myself up against the cliffs, not like right up against them. I was actually near the entrance of a cave and it was a little bit, well, it wasn't stormy, but near the cliffs, the the waves are crashing right up against the cliffs. They were washing into this cave where I was surfing just past the entrance of. So I was like right next to an entrance of a big cave. The cave, like the inside of the cave is like the size of a, of a small house. And the waves come through and just crash into the inner wall of the cave and just explode all throughout the whole cave. Like, it's spectacular. It's amazing. And I'm right at the entrance of it. So these bombs just explode right at the cliffs. So that's spectacular. And also, it's just chaos. Like, the waves are crashing not just inside the cave, but all along the cliffs, the entrance of the cave, and and around me. Like, I have to paddle through these waves coming at me. So it's kind of choppy and the waves are coming. And if I don't play my cards right, I can actually get pushed up against the cliffs. And there's this moment where I'm there next to the cliffs. I get off the wave. I get off my, off the, off the board. I'm sitting on top of my board in the water and I'm drifting and the waves are coming and the, the cave is exploding and the cliffs are exploding. And I just, I just look at everything. It's like time just kind of paused for a little bit and slowed down. And I realized I was in the middle of chaos. Like you take a normal person, let's just say like a person who's not used to surfing, not used to surfing the cliffs. You take that person and put them in my position right there in that moment. And it's like being in the middle of a war zone. Like, it just hit me. Like, this is normal to me. I'm having fun. I'm having a blast. It's beautiful. It's magnificent. The cave is is spectacular. Yet, you take a normal person and put them in that position, and it's like, oh, shit, I'm going to die. Like, that's probably the thoughts going through a normal person's mind. I'm going to die. Like, this wave's crashing all around, and it only takes one wave to push right into the cliffs, and you're gone. so I'm just sitting there breathing it in, enjoying the moment. It's beautiful. And then I lay down on my board and I paddle out. So I paddle out past the waves and I get out. And when I get out past the break, well, first of all, as I, I notice as I start paddling past the first couple waves, 
and I get myself out about 30 yards from the cliffs, things get a lot smoother. Like this is still dangerous. The waves are still coming, but there's more space. There's not constant smashing of the waves coming at different directions. The cave is not right behind me. And there's a little bit more space. And I realize in that space that I'm a little bit more free. I'm a little bit more, like I don't feel as panicky inside. I don't feel as like like there's danger all around me. There's more space. There's just these waves coming every once in a while that I have to get through. And then as I paddle out further, and I get out to about 100 yards from the cliffs or more, it's like super calm. Like there's a little bit of chop on the water, but there's no waves coming. Like the waves coming are the waves that I can actually catch. There's no chaos. There's all, the only chaos there is is whatever I choose to engage in, whatever wave I choose to paddle into. And I realized like, I'm out there on the board. I just got done paddling out and I'm a little exhausted. And I get out there past the break and I just sit down on my board and I'm just like, looking out. I'm like, man, this is crazy. Like just a few minutes ago, I was right up against the cliffs and it was like a war zone with explosions going off everywhere. And now here I am, I paddle out past everything. I get into the wide open space and like I'm untouchable. Like I'm free to do whatever I want. I'm free to charge into the next wave if I want to, or I'm free. I can literally lay down on my longboard on my back and you know, pretty much take a nap. I can just kind of lay there and just wait for waves to come. I can sit outside the break and I can choose to do whatever I want. I can choose to paddle in if I want to. I can paddle north or south. I can do whatever I want. There's no danger. There's no, there's no chaos at all. And I have this massive amount of space and freedom. And inside that, I have lots of clarity and I have lots of power. I have the power to choose to surf the next wave or to let it go by or to surf the next set, or to take a break and just breathe. I couldn't just take a break and breathe when I'm right up against the cliffs. The thing is, when we have this chaos going on around us, there's two things. First is we expand our capacity. As we get used to the chaos, our capacity grows. So like if I took the, the quote unquote normal person and put them into my situation at the beginning of the cliffs, like right next to the cliffs, like they would have been panicking, freaking out. But me, my capacity has grown because I surfed them regularly. And to me, it was normal. Now that's not to say that there was no panic at all inside of me. I wasn't really aware or conscious of any like panic. I wouldn't call it panic, but there's definitely some nerve going on. Like there's some, you know, like I know I have to be aware of what the hell is going on, one wrong move, and I could just really get smashed. I could die. So there's a part of me that's a super high alert. It's almost like it's a survival mode. It's a survival mechanism is what it is. So there's that expanding of our capacity. And either way, here's the thing. Even with my expanded capacity, there's no way for me to survive up against those cliffs for long periods of time. Like you put me down there for two hours, like eventually I'm gonna be exhausted, wore out. Like I just, I can't, I can't take it. I will not be able to make it. Like I just can't paddle my nine foot six longboard through waves coming nonstop and smashing up against the cliffs. 
Like you put me within 30 yards of the cliffs and leave me there for two hours. I don't care how much capacity I have as a human in being able to deal with chaos. It's just not going to work. Like my body is eventually going to build, going to give up. So there's two things. There's this expanded capacity, which is great. But today I don't want to talk about the expanded capacity. Today I want to talk about actually creating the space. Because I need the space. I need to be able to paddle back out past the waves and have the freedom to relax, have the freedom to get a new perspective, a fresh perspective of everything, of the entire break, and to be able to choose my next wave I want to surf, to have that power and the freedom to do what I want, to create my next experience. Where in your life do you find yourself stuck in the chaos? You're stuck in the chaos, and because there's so much stress, there's this fight or flight constantly going on around you, you have this panic mode inside. This adrenaline is running through you. And while your your capacity maybe has expanded incredibly in the past 10 years, you know that you can't go on living like this forever. In fact, not even just forever, the way it impacts you right now causes you not to be able to show up, not to be able to have the power and the capacity that you want to create what you want, to have what you want, the relationships you want, the frustration, the panic, all the feelings underneath the surface as you're dealing with constant survival, dealing with constant scarcity, dealing with constant chaos, leaves you doing just bare minimum to get by. You're just trying to survive the chaos rather than having a clear, open space to be able to create from. Where is that for you in your life? I want to share with you a couple powerful methods. Actually, I'll give you three. Three powerful methods that I use every day to create massive space for myself. To get me out of the automatic and to actually create space for myself. I want you to picture your brain. The space we're talking about was the ocean, right? The cliffs, the, um, the smashing of the waves, the chaos is the ocean. I want you to picture that ocean that I'm surfing. Picture that as your brain. And our brains are constantly filled with the chaos and concerns of all kinds of thoughts, all kinds of stories. Tons of different belief systems and paradigms and urgencies, what we think is important to other people, other people's agendas, our own agendas, our concerns with our failures and our lack, our fears. We have so much stuff clogging up our brains. And there's no space. There's no space. If you can picture like your skull, the brain inside of it, and it's just full of these interwebbed cobwebs, like these webs, like these spiders are creating all these webs, and all these webs are all these thoughts. And there's just no space in your brain because it's dense and full, thick, full of these webs. I want to show you how to clear the webs out so that you can have space for yourself to get out of survival mode, out of the automatic and panic where you have full power and freedom to sit back, get a new perspective, and create 
what you want. And ultimately, this gives you the freedom and the power to simply be. Just be yourself. Not trying to survive. Just be. So the first way is journaling. Journaling is probably the most powerful tool that I use on a daily basis. I journal multiple times a day. And the power inside of journaling, well, there's, so, there's so much power. But one simple way where you can journal and to just clear some space for you is to get your thoughts out on the paper. Just get them out. Get your thoughts out. What is robbing you of your presence? What, is, what are you concerned about? What are you scared of? What are you worried about? Why are you in survival mode? What's making you panic? What are you stressed out about? What relationships are on your mind that are fucking with you? And spit that stuff out on paper. Write it out and write out your feelings. How does it make you feel? Frustrated, anger, rage, blame, disappointment, hatred, hurt, small, guilty, ashamed, embarrassed. Get it all out. Write out your feelings. Obviously, if you just do this one time a month or one time a year or something, you're going to sit there and spend hours and hours getting all these thoughts and feelings out. So if you do this every day, you can pick one thought per day. Just one thought. Man, my wife is a bitch. Take that one thought, put it on paper, and then write your feelings out. How do you feel when you think about that? And get it all out and clear some space for yourself. And then the second move inside of that with the journaling is get clear on what you want. Now that you get all your feelings out of the way, what do you want? See, when we're in survival mode, I'm stuck up against the cliffs. I can't even think about what I want. I can't think about the next wave that I want to ride. I'm sitting there trying to survive the, on, the uncom- oncoming onslaught of waves crashing against me in the, in the cliffs, in the cave, in the reef. I'm just trying to survive. I can't even think about what I actually want, the next wave I want to ride. In fact, I can't even see it. It's so far away. It's behind all these waves. I can't even see it. That's a great lesson for another time. So write out your thoughts, write out your feelings, and then get clear on what you want. Write out what you want. What do you ultimately want in that situation? Second method I use every day, I actually use it at least twice a day, is meditation. I know a lot of people think meditation is a super spiritual thing, and it can be. Or like a lot of Christians, for instance. Are like, you know, I don't need to meditate. I pray. Okay. They can be one and the same. They can be completely different. I just want to encourage you. I want to have you consider taking meditation out of the box, whatever box it is you have it in. And I want you to picture meditation as simply creating space for yourself. Just sit. Listen to yourself. Breathe. And let the thoughts come in. And let the thoughts go out. Just let the thoughts come in, acknowledge your thoughts for what they are, and let them go out. Just that, simply, that right there will create so much space over time. It's not going to happen in the first time. It might not happen in your first one or two weeks. You do this every day, let's say 10 minutes minimum. 10 minutes, you just sit there. You don't have to have cross leg, you know, sit Indian style. You don't have to do that. You can just sit comfortably in a chair, but upright. Don't fall asleep. Just sit there in a chair and let the thoughts come and go. 
And you do this over time, practices for a week, for two weeks, for a month, for two months, and your space, your capacity, well, first of all, yeah, your capacity will grow significantly. Second is you'll actually clear up the space that you do have in your mind. You'll be more open to your heart. You'll be able to be more present. So first, journaling. Second is meditation. And third is conversation. A heart conversation. Not some of this shallow bullshit, talk about weather and surfing and whatever. I'm talking about real heart conversation. Obviously, the best person to probably do this with is your spouse. Do this with your wife. At the end of the day, just show your heart. I don't know what episode it was, but I shared with you my four-step method to connection. Heart, soul, mind, strength. You can go back and refer to that one. It's a great way to open up a lot of space for yourself and to create more connection between you and your wife. But at the very least, it's just like the journaling. Share your thoughts with your wife, your heart, your feelings, your heart. Just open up with your thoughts and your feelings. And then, next step is soul. Get clear on what you want. What do you ultimately want? What is your vision? And that right there is enough to create a lot of space for yourself. You do this every day with your spouse, with your kids. And it's not just about you. Forget just your only, only your space. How about you create space for your wife? How about you create space for your children? By asking them what's on their heart. What are their thoughts? How do they feel? What are they scared of? What are they concerned about? And then, because that's where everybody stops right there. Then you get to look at their soul and get clear, hey, all right, so you're disappointed, sad, dot, 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 whatever it is. What do you ultimately want in this situation? And figure out their vision. Figure out what they want and create space for others. All right, guys, so three ways to create massive space, especially if you do it every day and you maintain discipline in doing this. You have so much space, it's like you're sitting out on a surf break and you get to pick whatever the fuck wave you want to surf. Rather than feeling like your life is like you're pressed up against the cliffs in panic mode and survival mode. Fuck survival mode, fuck panic mode. You are the author of your life. You are the captain of your own soul. You get to sit out there on the break and choose the waves that you want to surf. You get to take full power of your life. And you get to give up full power of your life. You choose. I encourage you to be the captain of your soul. To choose the waves that you want to surf. Create the space for yourself. So that's all I have for you today. If you get great value from this message, share this with someone who you know needs to hear this message. And if you haven't already, leave me a rating and review on iTunes. Help me get this word out and this podcast out in front of more people and change more lives. And if you, especially with this episode, you want more power, you want to create more space for yourself, you want support in that, and you like some coaching, you want some tools, I have, talk about journaling, I have a heart map, which is like the fucking best of the best at creating massive amounts of space for yourself every day and doing a whole bunch of other stuff on top of it. Getting really clear with your intentions, helping you focus, helping you clear out all these thoughts in your head, all these feelings in your heart, giving you different perspectives, 
opening up your whole world. So you're going to literally, every single day when you first wake up, you get to choose, hey, which waves do I really want to surf today? And get out of the survival mode every day. And that's just one tool, the heart map. So you want these tools, you want the training, the path, I invite you to have a conversation with me. You can email me at ryanplampycoaching at gmail.com. And let me introduce to you the Live Wildly Connected Coaching and Framework. And if you guys want more content, you can find me on Facebook at Ryan P. Lampy. All right. I love you all. Thank you for tuning in. And I'll catch you tomorrow on the next episode. Have yourselves a fantastic rest of your day. Thank you for listening to the Surfing Lessons Podcast. For more Lampy craziness, find my daddy on Facebook at Ryan P. Lampy. And have a powerful...